Welcome everybody to a brand new episode of the 60 second car strap in uh get ready to just absolutely floor it to the the, the pedal to the floor as fast as you can down a giant water dam and don't worry about the explosions don't worry about fire getting in your car because that doesn't matter today is and this is right off the top if you listen past this and you get mad at me it's not my fault this is a spoiler episode there will be spoilers all over all the tags this is the fast x or the fast 10 episode of the 60 second car i I'm joined by the one and only, the host of the Far Beyond Metal podcast, the host of the 60 Second Car podcast, Mr. That's Daniel, a.k.a. Overcord. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, sir. And my How's name is Daniel, doing? Dan, a.k.a. Danotage, and I'm also the host of this thing. Family, um, family's good. Uh, Katie still has a nasty cough that she's like... She's like me, because every time I get sick, I get a cough, because I have, like, scar tissue and stuff in my lungs. Um, she's like me. She's at the point where she's just so frustrated with it, and she can't get over the fact that she's still coughing, and I, I couldn't be more sympathetic, and it sucks. Gnarly. But, other than that, she's good. Groovy. Um, we did have a special guest before we started recording, uh, part of, speaking of family. Uh, unfortunately, I think she's disappeared, right? She has. Katie Bear's home now, so I am... Old news. Doesn't care about me anymore. Uh, Dennis the cat was in my lap, just chewing on the microphone. So honestly, it's probably for the best, unless you want just like... Which I can provide if you want. I'm sure there's cat lovers out there that would be just down to hear that. Do you think there's animal, cat, or dog ASMR out there? Oh, probably. Like if I think if I just put a microphone up to Dennis while she purrs, and she purrs hella loud, that's that's something for someone. Purring is is definitely... Yeah, I, I... I definitely know and I've seen videos of just it's like the the title is black screen no light or video just cat purrs for 10 hours. This seems like a specific this seems like a specific search that you don't stumble upon. You look this up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. This is quoted quotations around this one. <laughs> There's well, a lot of like and everything's titled 10 hours of this, 10 hours of that. I was telling why is Daniel, that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but I was telling Daniel that like what I've been playing lately on uh, on stream or like just, you know, as as there's idle things not happening as I'm switching games or whatever it might be. Uh, there's uh, the Wii Shop music in the background that I think everybody is now probably hearing in their head as they're listening to this. Um, as you're making your me or you're setting up your me, uh, whether that be, I guess, I probably on the 3DS as well. Um and your Wii, and probably the Wii U, and I don't think they have a Mii shop or anything like that on the Switch, but, nah. you know, I'm sure all the Nintendo lovers out there are uh, enjoying it. Um, you can make a little guy and put it in Mario Kart, but I think that's about as close as it gets, as far as I know. Yeah, yeah, and then they have, like, Mii fighters in um, oh, yeah. Super Smash Brothers. Um, you, I, th- I, you, I didn't even know this, but you were playing, uh, you've been playing some Zelda, yeah? I have been, yes. I've been playing Tears of the Kingdom, and like all Zelda games, I am barely going through the story because I just see a tall hill and I want to go to the top of it, because that's how I play those games. Yeah, I, there, a friend of mine, AP Drop, uh, who may show up on a on a episode soon. I know he's a big fan of uh, the first uh, Fast and the Furious and Too Fast, Too Furious, a movie 
that I watched because it was uh, there and I turned it on and uh, I wanted to show Katie the introduction of Tyrese and uh, Tej, uh, a.k.a. <laughs> uh, not Ja Rule, who I wonder if they were like, we need a different rapper or a singer or whatever it might be. And uh, they, they let's brought in both. Uh, <laughs> let's get both. They did. They absolutely did. Uh, and we saw the introduction of two two amazing characters who don't know each other, and then you know later become best friends in the series. And it's I, I think it was beautiful seeing that beginning again, and uh, and absolutely seeing the difference between um, Jaw Rule having very little to do with anything. And then all of a sudden, Ludacris actually in the movie and actually doing things in the movie for Too Fast, Too Furious. Um, uh, speaking yeah. of Tyrese, I know we're going to dive into the X eventually, mm-hmm. but I have a very big thought about Tyrese in this one. But let's, I mean, in, let's bring in up, Fast X. Oh yeah, how how he's absolutely right about everything. <laughs> <laughs> so so in nine, he thinks they're invincible. In ten, he's all knowing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, oh, and we'll definitely get to the ending of this movie. And uh, Katie and I had some some thoughts and some things to say afterwards. Um, okay. But as I said at the beginning of the podcast, again, turn this off if you don't want spoilers. This is the Fast 10 podcast the episode. Um, we will not be covering what we normally cover. This is going to be a special episode. If we had a paywall, which we don't, but uh, eventually if you guys want to see extra stuff and, you know, we can actually make things happen, maybe we'll do special episodes and put them there. This would be a paywall episode, I think, um, because it has nothing to do with the series that we're at. This is when. So, like, what? what's do you know the timeline roughly of when we're going to get to Fast 10? Oh, God, no. I did the <laughs> it's math, a while. <laughs> I did the, the math up to nine and forgot it but then i did it you know initially did it by week as we've discussed and it was gonna be 30 mm-hmm. years um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's i i have not looked up how long 10 was to add on to figure out how well, many you, more do you cut weeks. that in three and then call that uh, yeah that's years? what we do uh oof, i think it's like six or seven total of doing this i think so. you, i think i remember you saying seven all right, so then so probably in, eight. in seven years we'll be at Fast Ten, which hopefully the rest of the series will be out by then. Um, and I think we're not fully confirmed. We didn't talk about this last episode, by the way. I don't think we're fully confirmed. Um, I do believe it's a full rumor, but it is a it is a rumor that kind of was said by Vin Diesel that this finale or the end of the road, as they're calling it. Um, may or may not be three movies long i've heard that yeah uh cool bring it make it nine i don't care yeah oh yeah do a whole nother you know what what do you, what do you call it it's a decology it's not a troll it's not it's not a, it's not a trilogy it's not a trilogy <laughs> Denology. i guess it'd be a decology or decology decology yeah um, sure. yeah sure yeah i'm down for it whatever uh, my curiosity is have they filmed anything from the next movie? Because mm. as soon as the movie was over, I was like, I want more now. <laughs> yeah, is this like I when they really wait? Was it, was it like Lord of the Rings when they did everything at one time or something? Lord or, of the Rings. You know, I think it was The Hobbit. I'm pretty sure The Hobbit sure, there they we go. did. Um, I don't think they did The Lord of the Rings. However, I think they could have. Um, I'm pretty sure they did the last two Avengers movies together. 
Um, so, like, I feel like it would save you money if you did it all together. That way you don't have to, like, tear stuff down and rebuild it again. Um, sure. But who knows? Who knows? I know that I they are absolutely all over the place with they have so much power. Right. And I would think, but if you're going to do a whole other movie, that feels like that's more than just realizing you have scraps left over from editing. That requires writing a whole third movie. So, I don't know. True. Maybe it's it's going to be... Well, there's a lot of things that were secret about this movie. Maybe this is just another one that was actually going to be a third. So, wait. I, I don't really know much about what they kept secret or whatever it might have been. What what were the things that they that was revealed in the movie that they were... That you know that they were pretty sure they were not telling anybody at all? Well, I mean, that's just like the, the character returns, I guess. That's really what I'm referring to. Because uh-huh. one of them I oh, saw come, one the of them I saw coming. Yeah, yeah. But then the like pre-post credit sequence that was actually spoiled to me via Wikipedia, but it was like fifty-fifty. Oh, that's who I was thinking of. Yeah, um, I forgot that wasn't post credits. I thought there was two post credits for some reason. Uh, yeah, I, right at the end of the movie. Um, again, spoilers. We see Gal Gadot's character. What's her? I don't remember her character's name. Giselle. Giselle, yes. We see her at the top of their submarine, which... Is it the same submarine from Fast 8? From Fate? I thought that exploded. I thought it did. I wasn't sure. I couldn't remember. Um, but It yeah, would be we very have... weird for this franchise to like battle a big machine and then just hey. to have it stop working and leave it there. But here's the thing. She's like the most dead in this series. So no, like... dude. <laughs> and the one where she dies, she just falls into darkness. So as soon as she did, I'm like, she will be back, knowing what we know about how this franchise From treats like death. From like 300 feet in the sky. <laughs> no, dude, that was on the never-ending runway. That's when they were like about to they take did... off for like a half hour. <laughs> they did. They did run down a runway for a long time. <laughs> yeah, she it's fell just off onto Road, the run- man, dude. That's. A- that's how she died, so she, like, there was no way. But then I saw on Wikipedia when this movie was about to come out that there were two versions of this, apparently. One with her and one without, and apparently they picked the one with. So, <clears throat> I guess the reason that they kind of did this in the first place was not have her return, want to be one of the only characters that's not ever going to return, was probably because of Wonder Woman and stuff, and she was, like, super busy and didn't really have the time or the means to come back. But now that I don't think she's doing much, she's she probably I wonder if she went to them was like, I can come back, right? Like this can happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine it wasn't as much of a fight as the other uh, return in this movie. But uh, yeah. maybe I don't know. Maybe she hates everybody because I think her shot was just her. And then mm-hmm. it cut to Michelle Rodriguez and Charlize. Yeah, which that their whole thing together was amazing. Right, um, I I thought it was. We're at the end of the movie talking about this, but I think we can still mention it. Uh, it felt yeah. very forced to me, but I was into it. Well, the so there's this there's the scene where she asks uh, 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 Michelle Rodriguez, Letty's car- Letty asks Cipher, it's like how much time before they wake up, and she said something like like four minutes. It wasn't even that long, um, and she's like, all right, it has to do, and then they start brawling, and. Uh, I was like that. I, so there were audible cheers in the crowd 
um, at the theater when that happened. There were there were a couple women, I think, probably one row back from me, just like, oh hell yeah! <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, that I did not did not expect, but hell yeah! Um, and then they had like a pretty brutal fight for like what seemed to be more than four minutes. <laughs> so much glass, so yeah. much glass. <laughs> yeah, so much so, and you know it's movie glass because like she literally grabs a handful of the little sprinkles of glass <laughs> and, and just uses it as pocket sand who yeah. just picks up glass and uses as a pocket sand <laughs> I've never seen that in a movie before but I always think like why don't they just use the shards as a weapon they thought of it yeah yeah I've seen it uh, I've seen people use shards but they usually like you know they're like they act like they're real shards and they'll like wrap up the shard and, and hold it like a knife but this was just like no this is this is sand that uh, used to be sand, but now it's much harder and much more lethal, and we'll just throw it at somebody. Because so, if, so, if you've never seen it in a movie, you know that the Fast series is going to do it at some point. <laughs> so I want to ask what your actual theater experience was like, because I went on Thursday night, so the, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's the not hardcore the fans. Sure, I guess. And there was exactly six people in the theater. Really? Right. That's what it wasn't the first showing, which I think maybe the first one. No, mm. actually, the first one got li- let out before us, and two people came out. So our our screening had a couple behind us, myself and my wife, and then two people in front of us who were sitting a seat apart so they could separately text people the entire movie. I hate them. I want bad things to happen to them. But uh, ultimately, like the movie is loud and crazy enough where it wasn't so distracting. But still, stay home. Um, what was your experience like? Because I didn't have any cheering except for me after the second, you know, big return reveal because I screamed, yes. <laughs> so, um, w- w- our movie theater is The Grove, which is probably one of the more famous places to go see the movies at. And any anywhere on the West Coast, for sure. Um, but it, it's, it's, it's absolutely, everybody goes, it, it's a big thing. There were plenty of people. Um, it was not the first showing. It was like 6.30 in the evening. Um, not a time where everybody goes to the movies. It's usually like 7 or 8. Um, it is a... It's it's always popping. Um, it's always popping. So we had quite a few people there. Uh, everybody cheers when the movie starts. We hear clapping. We hear woohoo. Um, it's AMC, yes. So we see... Um, what's her name? The uh, Australian famous actor woman nicole kidman doing her thing and then usually so there's been a couple things i think for a i forget if it was a marvel movie it was a big movie release there were several people oh no it was the dungeons and dragons movie where we had one of the directors there and then the other director was like on a call and he had his like production assistant bring a bunch of his friends so it was like half the theater was a bunch of his friends and then just randos all over the place and when uh that scene started when it's like we come to the movies somehow heartbreak feels good here whatever they're quoting that whole thing out loud and they're just saying everything that's being said by her on this and people go ham for the movies here it is i mean it is it's la right it's hollywood it's this is this whole thing The movies are a a religion and a ritual, and we very much see that. With that being said, the crowd was kind of big. It wasn't very rowdy for this. I think you have a lot of people... It was like half and half of people who are like, if you're going to critique... The people like myself and and you probably 
if you're going to critique this movie as if it were a bad or good or whatever movie for any any type of film major in a college or whatever it might be, you're watching these movies wrong. Uh, <laughs> second, there's then there was the other half who were like just laughing every time there was a fast moment happening and they were they weren't having a bad time but they we found all these movements movies hilarious and like it was like you usually fast moments are kind of during serious like race or or fight scenes or something and when it's supposed to be somewhat uh serious and people are getting beat up you hear a couple people going wow what <laughs> and i was like yeah that's why we see these movies mm-hmm. i mean that was me absolutely <laughs> i was like yeah you get it like obviously the whole thing is a bunch of what's but also that's why we love them because they are the classic b movie quality with a triple double double triple a movie budget and i think it makes everything beautiful that's why i love these movies um leading up to these movies uh, playing games with other streamer friends of mine it's nothing but haters man the world out there are you're all a bunch of haters uh with the fast series you don't like it i get it you don't have to talk crap about them we might have a couple of guests show up on this podcast we will call them enemies of the podcast. That's fine. Um, <laughs> they Why are, are they welcome to the family if they're enemies? They're not in the family. They're um, they're like the Hobbs and Shaws of our um, of our family in a way. Although those right. they obviously evidently become family, right? Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> they're the because uh, because you also don't want to give them the credit of being the. Uh, the Jason Momoa, right? Because, man, was he great. I loved every moment of him. <laughs> when he first started, I'm like, this is too big. And then, like, it got bigger and bigger. And I'm like, this is like Nicolas Cage if he was playing the Joker and I'm all in. Mm-hmm. Like, it was mm-hmm. like, it was, that's what it felt like to me. It felt like Heath Ledger's the Joker, but like ran through the movie uh, Vampire's Kiss. So, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Let, more, more, more. Yes, it was. Um, Nicholas Cage's uh, Dracula and Renfield told to play the Joker. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you saw Renfield, but he's just—he's Nick Cage in that. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen Vampire's Kiss? His other yes, vampire movie. Yes, yes. Yes. So I just think of him listing the alphabet like you do. Yep. Yeah. No. The, it, he was just—he was just so good. In fact, like I saw on Instagram. Um, so Charlize Theron is doing a, she's selling a bunch of merch for, from the Fast series and like Fast X and stuff like that to support like um, poverty in South Africa and stuff like that. And, uh, and I saw that because he posted, uh, Jason Momoa posted about it and he was like, you know, uh, showing, uh, showing it off, telling everybody to go check it out. And uh, I just see in the comments of people going, he's, you're, hey brother, you're trying too hard to be the Joker. And I, those are the moments where I'm like, you don't understand what's happening, do you? <laughs> Way to self-report you don't understand what's going on. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. Um, speaking, yeah, speaking of Jason Momoa's character, I did watch a video from uh, the YouTube channel Donut, shout out. They're a car, car YouTube channel that does a bunch of things, and they obviously cover the Fast series a bunch of times. Um, they they did a video about um, 
the top, the most, they're trying to find the most cringiest line in all of the franchise. And I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. And then um, they did an episode for promotion of the movie Fast 10 where they went and actually got to sit in and check out all the movie cars. Um, there is where we heard the story about how uh, Jason Momoa's, Momoa's character, for some reason I don't remember his name, um, he was originally supposed to drive a, um, a Skyline, one of the newer Skylines, um, I don't know if it was meant to be a shout out to Paul Walker. I don't know if it was meant to be a um, like an homage to the fact that it's from Fast Five, where he kind of reveals his his brand new skyline and stuff like that. His personal skyline. Um, Dante Reyes. Dante Reyes. Thank you. It was bothering me. Yeah, I, I yeah. Um, I don't know if it was supposed to be a callback or whatever it was. But it was sportier. It was obviously uh, Nissan, so it was import, whatever it might have been. And I guess he called up the car guy, the the guy that they were doing the video with, who basically runs and makes and like actually fabricates all the cars. Which go watch that video. They talk about how much they change these cars to make them look better on the movie, and uh, it's really cool. Um, but he calls him up like in the middle of the night and goes, "This doesn't feel right for the character." we have to change this and then so they had this conversation about he was like showing off like the nails he had um i guess he the 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 color he picked for the movie and then and whatever was just the the nails the nail color he was wearing anyway that day and he was showing pictures of like all these things and all and and what he had going on and they that's when the he changed um the car from the Skyline to the uh, Impala, the Chevy Impala with that purple, amazingly beautiful paintwork and all this cool stuff pretty much overnight. And it, I don't know if it doesn't sound like there was a whole lot of studio that had to come in and approve this or whatever. It was straight up like, let's talk to the guy in charge of all the cars. And let's send then an actor who, who usually doesn't get to make decisions, just calling up and saying, we got to change this. It's a whole character thing. So I don't know if I, I, I don't know. I, I think that that goes to show pretty much how much this movie is made by all the actors and pretty much everybody involved and not right. just the writer or the director. So I want to talk about a couple of the mo moments in the movie that had me basically say, what the fuck, either in the moment or later. Uh, mm. The first one is probably a weird one. What the fuck is Rita Moreno doing in this movie? I have a theory, <laughs> but like, why is she there like right now to you? <laughs> what is she doing there? Why is, why is great grandma, grandma yeah. Toretto in this movie? So obviously she's got to be a payoff for future movies, right? Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if there is a, a favor that was called in. That's always possible. She just wanted to basically a cameo. Um, obviously in a lot of ways, this was this, a lot of this movie surrounded little B, right? Little Brian. Mm -hmm. So there could be something there. She might, maybe she has this crazy fight scene where she has to protect little Brian <laughs> at some point. She's like, you're not going to take my great grandson away. And she has all these moves that, that that's where the Toretto's got it from. I don't know. <laughs> her, her and Helen Mirren go toe to toe with uh, Dante Reyes and take. Oh down. man. 
Helen no, Mirren so, brawling out would be so good. <laughs> she she's also barely in this movie. She was in here, she yeah. showed up for like an afternoon. So I have a, a, a crazy theory about why Marina Moreno's in this. Uh because the whole point of this thing is family. Mm-hmm. My theory is that it's gonna be discovered that Dante Reyes and Dom Toretto are cousins. And that's the only reason to introduce a great grandma. Because it separates it from two generations and then makes a family tree. And he's going on about how he doesn't have family anymore. There she is. And then it's going to make him part of the family. Capital F. Maybe that's wild speculation, but like the way these movies work, that feels like it's going to be it, right? I can't can't tell you you're wrong at all. Um, Because one... What are you going to do at the end of all this? Because he's probably going to be in all three movies, right? So, and he's going to be probably one of the biggest, he's going to, he's going to be one of the the biggest villain that the franchise has ever had, right? At least so far, he's been the most competent. He's done a lot of bad things and gotten away with it, right? Because usually it's straight up, um, they just kind of, they kind of get messed with a bit, right? You know, there's, there's. Um, little brother Shaw, who, uh, essentially turns Letty against them and stuff like that, but nothing really crazy happens from that. Nothing too, I think, damaging happens, but he's obviously been able to make some damage happen. Are you forgetting how Cypher killed the mother of Tom's oh, child? Oh, that is, yeah, that is a thing, huh? That is a, that <laughs> is a part, in, that is a part in this movie where they do show it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, okay, so, so, the, the part where they show everything... Who filmed all that shit for their like handy recap of the entire franchise? Because there's shots of the submarine on the ice. There's like them falling in the planes. There's all that stuff. Like someone somewhere had like just drones that no one acknowledged who decided to just recap it for the big bad guy whose name I'm not bothering to learn and Brie Larson who seems like they should both know all this anyway. So it's like exposition for the audience who's here on their 11th movie. They know all this too. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, they just used old footage. I think that was meant... I would think that was quite literally just a nostalgia trip. Because I think they did a lot of things. Because, I mean, we got to shout out. We just had this episode where the first time we see uh, both Dom and little Brian in this movie is the same exact parking lot that we Mm -hmm. first see um, Paul Walker in doing all this i mean obviously way more competent as a little kid but uh, yeah he didn't spin out when he turned (laughs) apparently um also they filmed that scene like some like a couple dozen times they just were were doing a bunch they had three had three different uh chargers that they went through and didn't go through but that they were swapping in and out so that it can cool down and and change tires and stuff like that um that they were just doing that scene over and over and over again until they got right good <laughs> i hope the kid drove it every single time i doubt yeah, he did imagine um speaking of like callbacks and nostalgia i we discussed this maybe last episode that's been out or definitely the last time we recorded the whole messiness of brian's character being alive in this series mm-hmm. and paul walker being dead mm-hmm. so like 
when Dom's in the garage looking at photos of all his family and all his friends who are all alive and there, they play the See You Again song to remind you, basically yep. to remind you that Paul Walker's dead. But yep. like, again, in the lore of this franchise, he's not dead. This is such a weird scene. It's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'll tell you right now, it was ballsy as hell and kind of strange to literally start the movie from the fast five footage of just having paul walker just be doing his normal thing and then and then i so at first when i was watching the movie um i thought that they used old footage and used more cuts of just showing paul walker's face to like you know as an homage whatever and then i saw clips from fast five that's just how it was. I don't know why mm-hmm. I thought that, but that's just how it was. It was a bunch of him doing, you know, uh, up close stuff. Um, but yeah, they just, they start the movie that way, right? They just start it with just both of them doing the thing. And I go, I, I, wait, this looks familiar. This isn't CGI. This is the actual footage. Uh, and I think I, I leaned over to um, Katie at one point and was like, oh, they're just showing, this is just from Fast Five. And uh and I don't think she understood that right away. She she thought it was also like uh, a double with some CGI face stuff and whatnot. And then we we're like, oh, no, that's just the movie. <laughs> I, they're just going back to it. Um, where we have a lot of these reveals that that they do. They it's a, it's a very typical but also weird trope that we see in like retconning things a lot of the time in film um, of showing old footage and then inserting scenes where these new characters were there the whole time. Right, mm-hmm. they do it twice in this movie. They do it to the big bad uh, uh, Alan Richson, a Richson's character who is just huge. Um, he's a huge, huge man. I don't know if we've ever, if you've ever seen him in other things, um, sure but haven't. he's he plays this like this huge linebacker in a um, show called Blue Mountain State, which is all about um, Boise State and how they're just a big party football school. Um, and then he plays. Uh, crap uh john uh, jack reacher in the new show for jack reacher um because uh when they originally made jack reacher with tom cruise the author of the books was super pissed because jack reacher supposed to be this big huge like dude that can absolutely take care of himself whenever possible so then they, when they did the show they're like okay we'll get the biggest hugest dude that we can find and they they cast alan richson um and yeah he did exactly that uh, and then in this movie, he's even more jacked, and he's wearing the tightest shirts. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> Look, if I could just go ahead and objectify every single person in this movie, everyone is an absolute smoke show. Like, yep. when they, every character reveal, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, they got yep. Charlize Harris right, finally. Mm-hmm. Um, I, this dude in his tiny, tiny shirt. I mean, I've I've sent you stuff privately, but, like, we all, we're all honking for the, what's the fucking bumper sticker? Honk if you think Han is hot from uh, Tokyo Drift or whatever. Honk, honk. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just everyone. Like, they just bravo to the hair and makeup. I love that they did that right <laughs> at the beginning, by the way. They they did the whole dating app with Han just immediately. And and, and they, they called out the fact that everybody just is so thirsty over him because he obviously matched with everybody immediately. <laughs> <laughs> against against people like like Ludacris and Tyrese who are hot on their own and they would absolutely get that same response. <laughs> 
So when they started introducing the whole dating app aspect to Han's character, I'm like, oh, so Giselle's absolutely in this movie now because why right. else would you would you dabble in like potentially dating? So it'd be like, oh, he's gonna go out on the on the dating scene again. Oh, his ex is back. Never mind. Love <laughs> Han will find love after all. Yeah. I didn't but, even think um, about that, that they would, in, because I was so sure that, that she was so out of the franchise that they would never do that. But that's, you know, obviously neither here nor there now. Uh, if we could just jump around a little bit. Um, yes, so we're, we, we've we, already been doing so and it's crazy. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so uh, I'm not even going to jump as far as I want to. Tyrese. So I said yep. there's something about him I really want to talk about. Ah, my, yeah. f- my favorite thing about Tyrese in Too Fast, Too Furious is how much he says, bruh. And throughout the rest of the franchise, between four and nine, he says mm-hmm. it maybe once a movie. Ten, it's back, baby. Bruh, 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 <laughs> bruh, 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 bruh. And I love it. I'm here oh, for it. I love it. Yeah. I mean, they, they must have had that meeting, that pre-production meeting before this movie was like, okay, no more new stuff. We're doing, we're bringing back all the hits. We're bringing back all the classics. We're doing it. If Paul Walker was still alive, He'd probably, even though it was the cringiest thing in the world, he'd probably still say "cut" at some point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like. I even clocked um, Vin putting his thumb in his beer after you mentioned yep. it last time we recorded. So like, they, which great grandma was all, also down for <laughs> <laughs> playing all the hits. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they did it. They went back to Tyrese ruining. Um, uh, Wait, wait. Why am I forgetting? What's his name? Rome. Uh, for ruining the uh, the grace moment and the uh, the big the big uh, thing at the beginning. While while great grandmother's you know doing her speech and whatever. I was like, I'll- that feels weird, but obviously it's in character. So I like this one started with the family picnic because it couldn't end with a family picnic to no. get us a cliffhanger. No. Um, um. Yeah. That. I mean. That brings you. To, I mean, before, so obviously hit your points, what you, what you have to see next, but um, this whole thing just, it, it is, it is, as much as these are bad movies as compared to classicals, classic whatevers, um, they do uh, the villain so well. And so he's just so villainous and so good at it. Who, oh, what, what? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, just, just Jason Momoa being a villain. I think that. Oh, yeah. You put put that type of villain in any movie, and I think it does well. He has like a a weird motivation that I both believe and don't believe because like he hates his dad, but his dad is dead. Now he wants to kill because his dad is dead. All right, cool. Let's go. So that actually bothered me a little bit. Um, so what they do to explain that is when they're showing his psych profile, they they point out the notes that he has sociopathic tendencies, and I'm like, right. That wasn't necessary. You didn't just like it's it's obvious he's a sociopath, but like, is that how we explain why he's doing all the things he's doing, even though he knew his dad was a bad guy and he didn't really necessarily want to do exactly what his dad wanted to do anyway? Because <laughs> he admits he, he admits his dad's not a good guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, his admission of that in the same scene where he's like toe to toe with Dom. I don't know. Maybe skip board. You decide to kill. I don't know. Maybe admit. Maybe showcasing that it was a a, a mental illness is supposed to create some sort of um, 
sympathy later on when he's revealed to be cousins or something. I don't know. Again, I'm just throwing out this crazy, crazy uh, theory of mine that, that where this is going. I didn't, I didn't think of that theory, but I'm on board, hundred uh, percent. But like Dante, his, his like attacks are bonkers. He <laughs> wants to bomb the Vatican, which <laughs> that's some damn brown shit, which is, cr- which is so fun. Uh, yeah. And then in the same like breath, it is revealed that his attempt, which Dom and the crew prevent, has no casualties, which seems impossible because the shockwave mm-hmm. that all the cars are in, those guys are dead. Yeah. And also minimal casualties. They use both those phrases on different news reports. <laughs> <laughs> so either the second one came later and there were some losses, which is very sad, or someone in the editing and writing was just like, oops. It's everyone's dead, but no one's dead. Because this movie, like these, this franchise is very interesting. How like there's, uh, there should be so much just like uh, casualties from these people just being negligent. Like I think about this with the Avengers, but these mm-hmm. movies, yeah, I was gonna say it's your typical comic book trope of nobody dies, even though the whole city gets trashed. Except when they do, they're like a side guy you kind of forget about, which then makes Dante Reyes. Yeah. Right. And they, so like that, that brings it back to like how he's in that scene, right? From Fast Five. They do, they, I don't, I don't think it was on purpose, but they do set that up pretty nicely. Like that whole scene where he Mm -hmm. actually is in the car next to his dad's car and he gets flung off the bridge. That was all in the, in the movie. Like there were two cars there. Exactly how that happened. I think a helicopter, whatever hits the car, whatever, all that happens. The only difference is you don't see a body fly out. But other than that, everything was exactly how that happened. I thought that was pretty good. And second big reveal, I mean, we're we're so deep into spoilers, we're like, we just didn't even warn anymore. No. The the mid credits reveal that the rock is back. And you want to say the, the line? whole Some bitch. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so uh it's revealed that he's back, which is amazing because of course mm-hmm. he should be, and I knew he would be, even though everyone's mm-hmm. like, they hate each other, it's never going to happen, candy ass, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. But how they tied him in being like, oh, you're the one that fired the shots, and then they show the scene and went, I forgot he fired the shots. Thank you so much, Flashback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because how, how nonchalant he did that was like the middle of a classic WWF rock uh, promo when he's just he like... Didn't, he didn't even stop to aim. No, he bam, bam, keeps moving. Like, oh, okay, well, that guy's gone. And I forgot about it. So again, thank you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Very, I mean, you know, it's probably illegal as a cop or whatever, but whatever. Um, Is he, was he a cop? I don't know. The law enforcement of these, of this franchise is very weird because I, so they have been working behind the scenes with this organization for whatever with Mr. Nobody and all this stuff who has been covering things up and helping him out, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> they couldn't get Kurt Russell for this one, so they called in Brie Larson as one does. Yeah. So yeah. things break bad in the, Vatic- in the Vatican. These guys are suddenly the world's most wanted criminals. Why couldn't this organization help out with that? Is because big pointy like bus- muscle man's now in charge for some reason, mm-hmm. and that's why the whole organization doesn't back them anymore. And then it's well, yeah, he very that- quickly calls for a vote because they have a committee a committee of some <laughs> sort. It just so quickly just here have a vote. Okay, ten seconds, it's done. And right. <laughs> just no talking about it. This committee also, does- I love how it's canonically their 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 code names are nobody. 
You have, you have Mr. Nobody, Nobody Jr., which is apparently official, and then mm-hmm. uh, Baby Nobody? I don't know what her name is. I forget. Oh, so uh, Little Nobody, I guess. Um, little Clint Nobody. Eastwood's, Clint Eastwood's son. He gets oh, thrown from a car. No. Yeah, he gets thrown from a car. Yeah. Fish bosh out of the movie. I, I don't know. Maybe he's a savior to, because we obviously know that uh, the new the new guy in charge is he's he's gonna have a huge part in the next movie. We know that. Like he's he literally you know shoots the rocket and does the killing blow on three major characters, which we we just see their plane go up in flames. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, I, I assume there's gonna be some revenge there. I, I truly do think that your theory makes a lot of sense, which is why which is why you introduce a second bad guy, right? You introduce mm-hmm. a second bad guy, especially near the end, even though I think everybody saw that coming. Um, yeah, where... okay, so that... Sorry, real quick. Yeah, that dude... Go ahead, please. He's a, he's a villain for 80% of the movie. Yes. They're friends for like 10 minutes, and then he goes mm-hmm. back to being a villain. That's so funny to me. They're friends for he, just the plane ride. Yeah. Yeah. He he's yep. hunting him down for the whole movie. Then it's like, oh wait, no, this dude sucks. And then like, haha, I know this guy sucks. Cause he sucks because I suck too. Like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, the fact that that Dom was so easy to to just forgive him and be like, okay, that's cool. I, I, so there's two things. It's either he does really believe in the agency that they're working for. And he's like, oh, they wouldn't have put a guy in charge who isn't, you know, to, isn't evil, but maybe a little bit stupid. Um, or he's he's so used to just having people respect him after a few moves that he just got blindsided. <laughs> so I, I think it might be a third option, which the franchise has proven with in the one where he's like a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Fate. Dom mm-hmm. Dom is so wise to everyone's things that he's got like a Danny Ocean level scheme that's oh, like Batman. six steps of he- yeah he's got like six steps of have he- all the bad guys so like in the third movie fingers crossed he's gonna be like oh you remember when you crossed me I crossed you and then like it cuts to all this stuff and like someone's behind the scenes slipping like floppy disks around and and to making every everyone suddenly alive like everyone suddenly alive yeah oh yeah oh. so like. It's it's clear that nobody in that plane died, right? Except no, for maybe absolutely the pilots. That they had the cars on the thing, so they jumped out with parachutes again. Mm-hmm. That's got to be it. So like, at or, the next one, or they're, they're just in the plane and they just survived. Oh yeah, they're they're on fire right now, just going. Ugh, this is annoying. <laughs> this is where Tyrese gets like he's like, I was on fire, I exploded, <laughs> and I'm still here. You still don't believe me? <laughs> My clothes are also invincible. They are not burned. Well, you remember in nine where he shows that he got shot a few times with his clothes. <laughs> he's got holes in his jacket and shirt and stuff like that. And he's like, I wasn't hit. What is going on here? So maybe all their clothes get burnt off. And then we 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 be, we open the second movie with Tyrese with his shirt off again. I'm into it. Because <laughs> wait, who's there? So you have you have uh, um, you have. Tej, you have uh, Rome, and then you have um, I, the new girl that I, I'm forgetting her name too. Hmm. Um, uh, who's wow. who's very sad that she created God's eye for some reason. She not she thought nothing was bad was going to happen from it. Oh yeah, what is her name? Uh yeah, I don't. It's a it's another tech name I think. Um, but yeah, you have you have them three, and then I, the, the pilots are probably dead. 
Uh, they're just yeah. they're just nobody there. Um, or they end up being other characters that reveal themselves. <laughs> they were like, sure. we were here the whole time. <laughs> and uh, um, number thirteen, the th- pilots want revenge because they weren't offered uh, proper like parachutes or something. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that all happens. Uh, they get shot down with a javelin from uh, the new new agency guy. Uh, I don't remember his name either. Um, and then there's the iconic line, right? Right as that happens, or right when uh, the two tankers are driving towards um, both Dom and Little B. He says, you made one mistake. You didn't take my car. <laughs> and then they drive. He fucking just, they, he does the, he does the Papa wheelie to get over the mm-hmm. ledge and then drive as fast as he can down the dam, wherever that dam is. <laughs> and then the dam has like those two barricades on either side. So it looks like a literal Hot Wheels car in one of those tracks yep. going down. And then, I don't know, like, of course things work out. Water landing. Everyone's fine. Doors open just fine. No pressure issues. Uh, everyone could swim. But then, Big explosion on the dam. Mm-hmm. Credits. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that that brings me to my my last question before we get to our surprise. Um, mm-hmm. And then it, it, so was there so okay? Is there one? Are there one or zero deaths in this movie? Does the guy in the green car die? Uh oh, good question. His I, friend I think- from Brazil. I think there are I think there are two deaths in this movie. And okay. I think he's one of them. The okay. other one is actually a note I wanted to come back to. So I'm glad you, you pitched me like this and you had no idea. Nope. Uh John Cena. Oh yeah. John he's Cena's not dead, car. Right? I think he's dead. Cause Could like be. my question about that is why did he build this like shitty speed racer jumping mechanism that doesn't work into his car that he's spent a long time on in a cave in Portugal? Yeah. Like, why is that a feat? Why is the suicide feature a feature on this car? <laughs> because he thought he might need it to jump once? Maybe he thought he can jump over something with it. I don't know. For all the, like, tech-savvy and car-savvy these people have, that could not have been the plan. <laughs> but it went poorly, oh. landed upside down, lots of fire. Maybe he's not dead, because, again, Han's a purpose to fire. Yeah. Roman, it, yeah, so maybe something- there are zero deaths. Something Katie brought up after that was how does the uncle feel about having his nephew definitely kill two people? Cause he, so it's for, for those that have seen it or maybe haven't, don't care about spoilers. Uh, Jacob, Jacob Toretto, um, in his, so there's a, there's a whole, there's a whole video we can do about the, how Dominic Toretto is, uh, is quite literally Batman. He's got the voice He's got the brooding. He wears all black. In fact, there's a comment during the drag race in Brazil, right before the drag race in Brazil, from uh, from the char- from the bad guy's character that says, mm, "Black on black, I like it." So you have <laughs> you have all these Batman aesthetics, and then you have essentially what looks like a Batmobile built by Jacob with these cannons on the side that he can either shoot forward. He can either shoot backwards, and then obviously, as we were just talking about, he can point all four guns, all four barrels down and shoot himself, his car, up in the air. Um, So there's a point at which they're driving out of the cave um, in Portugal where 
uh, little B has the trigger for some reason, and he's he's literally being told, "Hey, shoot the cannons!" And he absolutely destroys two cars in front of them, mm-hmm. just straight up blasts them. That kid just committed his first murder at what eight nine years old. <laughs> I mean, they start the movie with like uh, calming on his prowess in a car and how he's going to be a better yeah. everything than everybody. So this is just another way he's going to have a higher kill ca- kill count than his dad. <laughs> Yeah. But his seems to be intentional, unlike just wagging a safe around. Or, oh my god, when he was spinning around with the helicopters on ropes, that shit was sick. <laughs> uh, are you talking about the, the, the part where those in the trailer where he jumps off the thing and brings the helicopters together and smashes them? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when they were like attached to the car and spinning around. Uh, these yep. movies are great. Yeah. By the way, if you, have a mach- if you have a mechanism like that in your helicopter, you absolutely have... A mechanism that also just releases the ropes when things are going bad. <laughs> so, I would think so, yeah. Why they didn't do that, I don't know. <laughs> um, is there anything else we want to cover before moving on to uh, our uh, little package I got from the movie theater? Uh, I think we've covered everything except for I love that they comment on the fact that Han is always eating to the point when it becomes a plot point for a fight. It's great. Uh, so Yeah, yeah. Let's... Let's save everybody who hasn't seen it that little bit of just brilliance because it's so. Or funny. what's his uh, name? Pete. Pete's little small role in there. Pete. Um, oh yeah. Okay, so that was probably the most uh, the most violent fight between mm-hmm. Roman and Tej in the copy place. It was like an Pete internet Dave. cafe. Yeah. Yeah. Pete Davidson shows up because yeah. why not? It's 2023. He's got to. He's in every commercial on my like Peacock. Sure, he shows up. He does. He does well. He does a good job. He had a lot of funny like like background lines that did make me laugh but like mm-hmm. uh, very it's it's gonna like solidify this movie in a moment maybe oh, and well, you know, yeah that that's the part where han very much sheds off that weed uh muffin pretty quick and just gets into a fight pretty pretty almost immediately <laughs> he has a very strange high too so i wonder what kind of muffins these were <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah all that right was, so that's always interesting uh, so that's been fast. Like, please, I, I'm I'm dying to see what you've got. I don't know if mm. you have you peeked at this at all. Nope, it is fully sealed. I have mm. not broken the seal one bit. The so, temptation. W- so this is how we know that even like some of the even even kind of I think all of just movie industry in a way. I'm talking about like theaters and theater employees and stuff like that do not take this movie seriously or do not have the same love that I think a lot of us do. We we went, I, I showed my digital ticket and the guy was like, oh, uh, I, we have, we have, the, the studio gave us like these cards. Do you, do you want one? Like as if I was gonna, was absolutely gonna say no. Like he expected Dan. me to say, no, I'm good. Dan, no, you want three. You want one for you, one for your... Your lady friend, and you want to send your your homie one. Where the fuck's I went mine? and looked, and I he had very. I guess I guess he had very few because they were just gone by the by the time I went back. Um, but they were like, yeah, the studio just. I guess we just had these. Somebody had these. And said, I guess give them out. And I was like, like the man expected me to say no, and obviously I wasn't gonna do that. I was like, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what a um, what a goof. But yeah, there are these fast X. They have the Universal logo on the back, 2023 Universal Studios, just a black package with apparently cards inside. Is it, uh, is it time to open them? Yes. 
please. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> All right. Yes, yes, yes. I sent I sent Daniel a picture as soon as I got him. Um, and yeah, we're ready. All right. So they're thick cards. There's not many, but there's they're they're definitely thick. They're like cardstock. Before so, you like before you see what you got, count them off. Like just don't look, don't look how many do you have? I have one, two, three, four, five. I will Wait, say they all, have, they all have black with the same back. That's weird. No, they don't. So oh, okay. So weirdly, the first three are like a matte black. You can actually kind of see it in the video here. And the other two are shiny. So we may have some uh, uh, Pokemon holographic. Maybe oh my! Some... <laughs> you pulled a Charizard in your first I pack. A, I'm about to pull a Charizard. <laughs> all right. So this first card, um, yeah, just it has all the original stuff. It says original film, which is their, I think, one of their studio things. IMAX, Universal Studios. It's just you know normal stuff. Sure. Uh, okay. We have. Uh, it's pretty much the movie posters. We have uh, Brie Larson's character, which we'll remember her name eventually. Um, Do those look? Are those really thick? Yeah, yeah, they're like they, cardstock. Oh, weird. Yeah, look okay. at these things. They're super thick. They're like hmm. um. So Star Wars has these new cards out, and they're basically like those. They're probably actually made by the same company, um, I would imagine. So yeah, they're they're pretty thick. There's Brie Larson. It looks like it's probably going to be all the movie posters, but this is pretty cool. It's Next fine. up, we have. Is that Cipher? Yeah, yeah. I think so yeah, Cipher. Uh, and her movie poster, because like this is this is just straight up Avengers stuff right now, because they have so many people in here. Uh, the last of the Matt Blacks, we have. Oh Han, we got a Han. Ooh baby, mail it. <laughs> Hell yeah, you can you can absolutely have this if you want it. Honk like, honk. Gonna... Honk honk baby. All right, now we're to the shinies. All right, what do we got here? <laughs> Sorry, I just my watch just said Hong Kong. Here's some information <laughs> for you. <laughs> uh, we have Tej. Nice. Uh, is it any different? Not really. It's kind of the same, actually. Yeah, there's not really much. Yeah, it's exactly the same on the front as far as like quality and stuff. Boom. And then our final, we have. Oh, Mia. Mia. Cool. Mia. Yeah. Who was kind of in this movie? She had a cool fight in the house with uh with the reveal of John Cena showing up and saving the day. She said Brian's name once, so that ticked that box and they she could did. move on. She did. Yeah, she very much um so they had a little fight. It was in Dom's house, so that was I guess their excuse to be like, Oh, Brian would never be around. Because I was I was okay, when that happened, I got a little afraid. Mm, I was a little scared that because it was because she saw like her face lit up when she saw who it was and we didn't we hadn't seen yet. I was like, there's no way that they're going to do a Brian thing, but not show him because even after her face lit up, there was still a bunch of things happening and we never saw who it was for a good like 30 more seconds. And I was like, is, is there going to be a bunch of things where he beats up people off screen and then says, hey, baby, I got to go. And then he's never he's never actually on screen. But Paul Walker's character, Brian O'Connor, comes to save the day. I was like, there's no way they're going to do this, right? And then we see That's, that it's, it's John Cena. And we're like, okay, cool. That feels like it would be a, a, a tongue-in-cheek community joke or something. We're like, oh, look at the big yeah. fight. Oh, whoa. And you just see reactions. <laughs> They're like, okay, bye, honey. See you at home with the kids. Right, right, yeah. Because, yeah, I mean... Um, 
that's when that's when we see or that's when we see John Cena and that's by the way this little B has been trained to when there's bad guys around to just go hide somewhere that boy is walking around with with John Cena shooting up the place I, a stray bullet's gonna get him <laughs> like something's gonna happen man <laughs> I'm like that kid is dangerous <laughs> um I like about I was really hesitant about the sudden side plot of the buddy comedy of little b and jacob but Mm -hmm. it got me um but then it made me realize how different all the kids have looked who've played little b yeah um yeah i think it makes it makes me like want to not it makes me wonder whether or not they were unsure of how that character was going to actually pan out yeah, maybe they tried. This is the kid that worked, and like, you know what? No one's gonna care in real talk. I don't really care. It just crossed no. my mind. But yeah. like, the uh, cool plane that they checked through TSA somehow—that was cool. I want one. I want a weird glider. Yeah. So okay, I'm trying to remember what the whole thing was with him being afraid of flying. So he gets like nervous, right? Little B gets nervous in on the plane. They're already take. They're already already taken off and stuff like that. And Jacob's like, are you afraid of flying? And he was like, yeah, a little. And uh, it's not the heights, is it? But like, what does he say is the reason he's afraid of flying? Does he? Maybe not. Because like when he says it's not the height, he's like, oh, good. And then it's revealed. I'm glad you said it's not the height or whatever the line right. is. We'll have the exact quotes after our fifth viewing of these. Oh, yeah. by the way, are you are you going to go again? I'm absolutely going again. I think I, 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 think I want to. Yeah. I absolutely want to. It's it's whether or not I convince Katie to come with me. <laughs> I, I, we discussed about the rewatch issue she has. So, uh, are you someone she who did, will go she to a movie She did say she had fun. Okay, so. good. Are you someone that would go to a movie alone? I I have and would, yeah. but you know what I mean. Katie, oh, down. I'm, cool. I, I've we've already discussed, and uh, I think I have to go see Transformers alone. So, I'm okay, doing that. Yeah, I want. I haven't seen the last like four or however many there have been. Doesn't matter. I want to go to this one because of Beast Wars. I I, yeah. I want to see Rhinox and shit. Hell yeah. And uh, uh, Optimus Primal. Cheetor. Cheetor, I think. Yep. Yep. R- Rat Trap. He better <laughs> be there. He was my favorite. Apparently not. Rat I Trap. Can't pull his name. Yeah. He might be a little one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, o- Optimus Primal is my favorite. My favorite name. Um, oh yeah. And uh, he seems like he's gonna be fun. Uh, I'm a big fan of Peter Cullen. He's been on a podcast of mine before. And the fact that he is still playing Optimus Prime after all these years is awesome. And uh, yeah, I I absolutely want to see that. So I'm seeing that probably by myself. I may be able to convince a friend to go with me. Um, I don't think he's a huge fan of Transformers, but, you know, whatever. We'll figure it out. (laughs) I'll fly down. I'll pick up my Han card. We'll see Beast Wars and I'll come home. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh... Asterisk the, on that probably won't happen. The cars, the cars in those, especially the ones that Han Han drives, are actually fun. Those are cool. The yeah, um, yeah a couple of those were, were really cool. I honestly, the 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 cars that are like the main characters' cars, like the like Dom's and and um, Momoa's and stuff like that. Whatever, you know, they're cool. But like all mm-hmm. the side character cars are are pretty sick, except for maybe Absolutely. the the gold Lamborghini. That's a bit much. <laughs> I I mean. It, it worked for the heists. Well, it didn't work for the heist because the heist backfired. So right, right. Uh, also, just a fun, a fun Roman thing. Yeah, and I, I, I will, I, I will reiterate this again. Everybody in this movie is yoked. Um, I think both 
you know, oh, I, this, okay, we're, we're, we can talk about this all day. I'm, I'm going to make it quick. I promise. This, <laughs> this is Remember one of the first how we were going to wrap up like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's, this is the fast, this is fast X podcast. It's, it's now the fast X podcast. It's X-sized. Is this the first time we actually see Cypher fight? Mm, I think so. So after three movies that Charlize Theron, a amazing action star has been in, this is the first time they actually get her to do action stuff. Dude, in nine, she was in an aquarium the whole movie. Of course she yeah. couldn't fight in that one. Yeah, she was just and, in a box. Yeah. And the other one, she was just doing like that weird computer jargon. Where she's like tapping <laughs> on a thing and then just bad things were happening. Yeah, I think Katie laughed out loud when... Um, the, when we see the flashback of, you know, the, you know, two hour flashback or whatever of her in her office with all her dudes. And then she flips over the, um, the desk that she was working at and just hits a power cable and all the power shuts off (laughs) throughout the whole thing. Dude, that fight was ridiculous, but that fight was fucking hot. (laughs) That fight was great. I was that, like, I'm learning a, yeah. a lot about myself, this movie. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, this is, Charlize Theron is, as far as, like, actresses go, she is the one that kicks, like, some of the most ass, right? Her and and Michelle Rodriguez, out of all, mm-hmm. you know, movie stuff. And, I mean, Brie Larson, absolutely lately, is, like, these are all kick-ass action stars. And we don't get to see Charlize Theron fight in this franchise until the third movie she's in. And I think that's a damn shame, but I am glad we actually got to see it. I want more fights. Next yeah, one, yeah. all fights. I, I will watch the the Letty and Cipher fight over and over and over again. They they destroy that entire room, and it's amazing. <laughs> um, I, okay, yeah. so I, we really could keep going on on yeah, all yeah, the yeah. little things that make this movie great. So, but we can't go see Fast Ten if you haven't seen it, and for some reason you are dumb and haven't seen it go see it we spoiled everything about it fuck it mm-hmm. go go it'll it's it will still not worth watching so. yeah absolutely we yeah. there's so much we didn't cover like this side episode could be its own like two weeks just on like what we remember just wait till 2035 or something when we get to the minutes yeah um i do want to look up one thing so hmm. that does not happen i also want to okay. look up one more thing so we are we are recording this live uh, in front of a live studio audience. Not really; it's a, a live digital audience. But uh, two actors got brought up in. Uh, the oh yeah, chat, I saw that. And no, they are not. not they did not come back in this movie. No. So nope. the 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 two brothers, Sorry, or they're not brothers, or they're friends, or whatever. They were part I of the crew. I don't recall the relationship. Yeah, they were in two, and they popped up in like I don't know. I think I, I think eight or nine. Um, yeah, something like that. It might have been eight. Um, and I, they got real messed up a few times. Um, but they did not show up in this. Neither did... Um, and, and this is something I've been waiting for since the first movie. The, we're about to get into it for our next episode. Um, but since the first movie, the dude that runs the radio in uh, the first movie who drives the blue car, who's, it's, it's actually one of the nicer cars, um, never shows up again. Vince? Not Vince, the other guy. That's who I have in the blue car. If we're talking about Maybe it's next not the blue minute. car. The yellow car, sorry. I have it on my screen Le- right in front of me. Leon. Leon. Yeah. He never shows up again. And he doesn't know, he doesn't die, right? We have we have other other guy die. Vince shows up in the franchise again. 
Mm-hmm. I, I was, I was we sure we were going to see him again. Uh, well, maybe he's busy with his band Operator. Oh, is he in a That's band? A All right. That's a tease for the next episode. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Uh, once again, thank you all so much for watching The 60 Second Car or listening to The 60 Second Car, maybe in your car. Um, my name is Dan Otaj. We are, my name is Dan. You can call me Dan, Dan or Dan Otaj. Um, I'm joined as always by Daniel, aka Overcourt on the internet. Um, if you have been watching this live on Twitch, um, thank you. Thank you for showing up. If you're watching this recorded on YouTube, which is getting better and better. Uh, quality wise and stuff like that in fact this uh, starting today we should have better video quality um, or you've been listening to the episode is either in you know audio word version only thank you all so much for watching if you'd like to reach out to us we are at 60 second car with the six zero number wise on twitter we are at 60 second car spelled out 60 on instagram you can email us at 60 second car the numbers at gmail.com and uh we're gonna have to i'm gonna have to figure out a better way to say that next time and with that we will go to the link uh, tree (laughs) go to the link tree yeah we'll catch you all next time family